0: super talk mississippi media production in the mississippi legislature house bill 728 funds health care for illegal immigrants call your legislator today at 601-359-3770 ask them to stop house bill 728 it's not too late you can help stop this paid for by building america's future i'm steve azar and i'm on the other side of the microphone In a Mississippi Minute, that's right. Our guest today on In a Mississippi Minute is a wonderful man and friend of mine who runs a $66 billion logistics company and the largest packing delivery company in the world. I called him when we moved back to Mississippi out of the blue about supporting our foundation's efforts, raising money for various art programs in our Delta, and from our very first annual Delta Soul event and, and down here in Greenville, now in his seventh year, he and his wife, Sherry, have been just so supportive, have never missed, and uh, we are so appreciative. Uh, please welcome the 11th CEO of UPS, my buddy, David Abney. Hey, David.
1: Steve, uh, glad
0: to join you. I know, I know, I know you got a lot on your plate every single day and I really appreciate you taking the time and I'm ready to dig in a little bit. Your team has been extremely, uh, they have been so helpful in, in figuring out, uh, this whole, uh, just trying to get you, uh, to have 45 minutes, or a Mississippi Minute, which you and I are very familiar with, which uh, is about 60 of them by the time we run ads. So uh, I'm taking you back home, if that's okay.
1: That is absolutely fine, let's do it. (laughs) Okay,
0: all right, David, you grew up uh, Greenwood, Mississippi? That's right. I wanna talk a little bit first about your childhood because I think it has a lot to do with your upbringing and your family, and I wanna dig a little bit first of all about growing up, your mom and dad's influence, and talk about some stories you've told me, and then we're going to get into UPS, if that's okay. So take me to the David Abney growing up as a kid.
1: First, I moved to Greenwood when I was 10. So we lived in uh, various places in Mississippi, Cleveland and uh, Leland and Clarksdale and Oxford. But, uh, but when I was 10, we moved to Greenwood, and I remember thinking, this is a huge city i mean it actually had three-story buildings i don't remember ever having seen them before and really just like i'm sure you growing up in greenville it's just a, a laid-back community it's a community where the neighborhood really raged you so the neighborhood uh encouraged you but if the neighborhood caught you doing something wrong they took care of it too yeah. and uh and it's just a different way of life, I think, than, than than even now. But you learn the things that you would have learned uh, in the Delta. Nothing is given to you; everything is earned. And you just see a lot of honest, hardworking people trying to do the right thing. And I do believe that that was a, a very good start for my future career.
0: Okay, and your and your your dad did what?
1: My dad sold the uh, insurance and uh and I would say that I got my determination from from him. He was just one of these people that uh once he decided to do something, he did it. He was uh, very versatile i I think he recognized at a very early age that while I had uh, certain positive qualities. That was probably the most unmechanical person he had ever seen in his (laughs) life. I mean, it's just something I wasn't blessed with. I remember him telling me early on, Son, you need to go to college. You need to apply what you learn because you're going to be paying people to do things for you the rest of your life. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it was good advice. And I have been paying people to do things because I just... Have a hard time in that
0: area. He had great wisdom and very prophetic, and he could see the future very well. You started at UPS. Uh, you, you were going to Delta State. I had a, a friend that still works for UPS in management. His name is Jerry Cadawar. He was uh, one of our best friends growing up. We grew up from day one together. He was one of the the best karate uh fighters in the world he'd go off he'd come back all bruised and as a high school kid and and ranked in the top three in the world and go to egypt go to japan and uh he started doing uh packaging at ups uh to help uh, pay for college and i think that you were on that similar path correct
1: absolutely i uh i was a freshman at delta state i was living in greenwood and uh and got a chance to go to work for UPS, I honestly did not know what UPS uh, was at the time. And uh, I know I must have seen those brown trucks, but undoubtedly we weren't ordering anything because I never remember one of them coming to <laughs> to our neighborhood. But I was really looking for money, spending money to, uh, to go to school, and also uh, my wife of for 41 years now, Sherry, that, yeah. uh, that you know so well, just to have money to, to go out on dates with her. So that was probably my primary motivation at that time. <laughs>
0: Which is which? I, which I understand with Gwen, man. I, I burned through some money. I can tell you that. As the band was playing, the more money we made when I met Gwen, the more I'd spend, and I didn't care because I just I knew it was that forever thing. And I, that is the true blessing. That's our number one win. I know that you feel the same way about Sherry as I do, Gwen. And and uh, the, you get that victory right, boy. That makes everything else a whole lot easier to deal with, and your focus and and your drive. So you got to tell the story about the time that, that Gwen and I went with you and Sherry to a Mississippi State game. You, you, you told the greatest story about your dad's, uh, you, the building you named, or, or the, you know, the facility that's named after your dad and why.
1: I don't know exactly what age I was, but I would say I was somewhere around uh, five or six years old. And my father, and it's kind of funny, at the time we were living in Oxford, but he was a big Mississippi State fan. Wow. And he would take me to games. And I'm telling you, Steve, at that time, you got to remember, being from these small towns, I had never seen so many people in my life in that Mississippi State Stadium, which probably held half of what it does now. today, right? And I'll, the thing I'll never forget is that little kid, uh, uh, they, when they would introduce the band, of course, you know, it's the famous maroon and white band. And for me, it's six years old. I had never met anybody famous before, so uh, so I'll remember that uh, forever. And then just uh, now, there's it started my father. Now there's four generations of Abneys that are are big Mississippi State fans. And I did get a chance a few years ago to uh, to make a donation, and they actually named the Tudor Hall in the Templeton Athletic Academic Center, the Thomas W. Abney Tudor Hall. Wow. And uh, my father never went to school there, but he really loved the, the school. And to go back and see his picture and know that we're helping some of these uh, athletes to prepare themselves
0: much further than their athletic career just is really rewarding. I just think it's Amazing. Amazing. We're talking to David Abney, CEO of UPS, the eleventh CEO of UPS. This global, you know, we, you know, I, I always see. I've talked to you about this. You've got Lee Westwood and you've got Louis Oosthuizen, uh on always with supporting and uh, you know with the decal, the UPS decal. <laughs> uh, why do you? You've gotten to meet those guys, I'm sure, at this point in your career. Uh, why those two guys?
1: Great and uh, we're very proud of both of those. In fact, Lee has been with us since 2009 and as you know Steve in the golf world that is a long yes. long time and Louis since 2011. And really just like we look for in leaders of our company, we were looking for people that you know show reliability, trust, integrity that play the game and live their life the right way which is what mm-hmm. we expect all of our people to do, and we couldn't be any more pleased. Uh, I'll have to tell you one story about uh, Lee, and I'm going to, to make it vague enough to, to not uh, identify the parties, but uh, a few years ago, Lee was the number one golfer in the world, and there was a golf tournament that was associated with one of our competitors, <laughs> that decided not to extend him an invitation, even Come though on. he was the number one golfer in the world. <laughs> and, of course, he went uh, to the press. All of a sudden, he got an invitation. <laughs> he wins the tournament. Come out. And in the victory celebration, the UPS shield is right there underneath the jacket for winning the tournament. Yeah. And uh, I'll never forget that in Lee. <laughs> He just rose to the occasion, which yeah. is really what our 400-and-something thousand UPSers do on a daily basis. Yeah. And uh, so that's just kind of a quick story of Lee Westwood.
0: I love it. Well, I think it shows a whole lot of faith and, and, like you said, longevity, how you've come up in this company. And you've been there since day one, how my buddy Jerry did, how, and he's still there. Uh, the loyalty on both sides, I just, I just think that's amazing. And then, like you said, golfers who have been with you guys, it's the two guys you've had for so long. Both of them do represent great integrity. And that is, I, I guess Lee had a, uh, uh, had a little bit of extra chip on his shoulder, and he delivered for you guys. Pardon the pun. <laughs> he did. <laughs> We're talking to David Abney, Levin CEO of UPS. He's a dear friend of mine. You are in a Mississippi Minute, which he knows all about. Stand by. a mississippi minute with steve azar right here on super talk mississippi i'm steve azar you are in a mississippi minute we are with mississippi native delta native dear friend of mine ceo of ups david abney david i want to talk about how do you deal with um safety and, and there's certain things, the curveballs that get thrown you guys' way all the time. And just the safety of your drivers, the safety of packages arriving, um, is that, I mean, like when you guys are getting together and meeting, I mean, is that question so vague that I, that I need to, to be a little bit more defined or, 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 or am I asking a question?
1: Oh, no, you've, you've got it. Uh, safety has to be a core value, right? We have almost 100,000 drivers and we tell each of those drivers, the most important stop that you make every day is when you go back home to your families and loved ones. And uh, and so we just put a tremendous amount of training and, uh, with our drivers. We talk about the importance. Uh, we, in fact, we have a circle of honor, which we refer to as any driver that has delivered and driven 25 years without an accident, and and we now have 10,000 of those drivers, and I want to just tell you about one of them, and his name is is Tom Kemp. He is uh, in Livonia, Michigan. He has driven 55 years without an accident, so we honored him just recently, I actually went to his house, picked him up, took him to work that day, and he goes, I've never met a CEO of UPS, and I said, I've never met a 55-year safe driver. So, uh, But he is just an example. He's an excellent example of, of the professionalism and the emphasis on safety that our drivers take day in, day out.
0: We're talking to you David know? Abney. Uh, CEO of UPS, my dear buddy, his wife Sherry, Uh, just uh, great friends of Gwen and ours. Uh, We did – I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about this, but, you know, because I go back from Ole Miss, you know, going to Delta State, and i got a son at Ole Miss, and uh, we do, and and we also love State. So I've always loved – All of our Mississippi schools, even we used to go watch Jerry Rice play at Mississippi Valley State, uh, you know, and then Jackson State back in the Walter Payton days. I've just been all about Mississippi schools. And um, last year at the Alabama game, I got to tell you, the crowd, uh, I got to see you guys, the crowd uh, response, the feeling at that game was one of the best experiences I've ever been to in my entire life of football.
1: Yeah, I remember uh, that game, and uh, if I could only forget the last yes. minute of it, I'd be better. But uh, but all the other minutes, it was just uh, so exciting, and really see our guys play up uh, to to their potential. I have a feeling this year, though, Steve, when Florida comes into Starville and plays yes. Mississippi State, that same feeling is going to be there with uh, Coach Mullen, of course, coming back.
0: He'll be wearing the wrong colors. That's right. <laughs> We're gonna have to deal with it. We're okay. talking to David Abney. Hey, David, let's talk about promotion from within because you live that. You, you're talking about a, a kid uh, in his teens, you know, you know, loading boxes, right? Uh, loading packages on this brown truck um, and dealing with that, and all of a sudden becoming the seat. Not all of a sudden. I know years, years into it, but t- promotion within seems to be something you guys, you know really strive to achieve and to be consistent with? How do you do that?
1: Yeah, I would uh, love to talk about it because I think it's very unique to to our company. And uh, I don't think my situation is that unique, though, because most of our former CEOs followed that same path. But uh, and it started with our founder, Jim Casey, and uh, he was convinced that you could take people get them out of their comfort zone, give them additional challenges, and then kind of get out of the way and and let them advance and, and let them progress with their career. For me, the defining moment, when I went into management, they said you have to be willing to travel, which I thought was going to be inside the southern part of the U.S. They told me I'd have to be willing to relocate. I thought most every city in Mississippi would be fine. (laughs) <laughs> and uh and little did I know they were talking much, much bigger than that and uh and I tell people going from Mississippi and Tennessee when I got assigned to uh New Jersey to our largest facility, that was my first international assignment because it was so yeah. different. From anything that uh, that I had ever seen, and I guess when I started talking in New Jersey, they thought maybe I was from a different place too, right but uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but taking me out of my comfort zone and, and causing me and and other UPSs around the world to learn how you adapt your style and how you adjust to these different things, so that by the time I was asked to be the the CEO of uh, ups I call it a 40-year fast track, yeah. because you've given me experiences over 40 years in all the different parts of our business that prepared me to, to take their responsibility. Without all that development and people putting their arms around me and, and taking so much interest in me, then I am absolutely convinced I would have never been able to do the job. So, it
0: sounds like the neighborhood you grew up in,
1: right? Sam sort of really yes. The UPS uh, is really my extended family, and we hear UPSers talk about that all the time. We take care of each other, we develop each other, and uh, it's just an important part of our culture.
0: Where where was the first? We're talking to David Abney, CEO of UPS. David, where was the first uh, UPS? Where did it start?
1: You know, it started in 1907 in Seattle, Washington, as a messenger company, where our founder borrowed $100 and formed a bicycle messenger company. Come on. I know. And then today we're in 220 countries, countries. and territories and throughout the supply chain. But that was the start. We just recently celebrated our 110th anniversary, and we went back to Seattle And I actually met some of uh, Jim Casey's family.
0: That is just unbelievable. I wonder if the bike was brown and had a little yellow in it.
1: You know, I don't think it was quite brown originally, but he did. He was our CEO for fifty-five years. He was responsible for a lot of things. The brown color was certainly one of those items. That's for
0: sure. I love it. I love it. Okay, so I recently read read an article about, uh, and I don't do a lot of readings. So you got to forgive me. I like to. I, my My excuse is I like to write, not, and then I like to write what I read, and then sing what I sing what I write. You know. So it's a bad excuse. Uh, But your forces have changed the future of mobility. Uh, What does that mean?
1: You know, it really is just talking about how fast the business world is changing these days. And, uh, you know, we see e-commerce growing. We see the emerging markets. We see technology, all the advances in technology. And so we're just determined that we have to stay ahead of that change. We formed an advanced technology group that is really focusing on what can we do in the next few years to make sure that we uh, stay up to pace with what our customers need us to do. So it's just really transforming our business as the opportunities arise. So it's a very important part of our future.
0: Y'all's slogan is is just obviously, you know, what can Brown do for you? Do you know the origin of that is, where it came from?
1: You know, it really is just listening to our customers and as we listen to our customers and they tell us what the, what they need from us, right now our, our focus is is really on providing solutions and being able to answer the needs of our customers in these ever changing times. So, right. uh, UPS has changed many times over the years, and we will continue
0: you can't continue to evolve okay speaking of brown brown's about to have the blues and i know you're familiar with it growing up uh all throughout the delta david you get to play dj into this break uh we are the we are the place where music was born and raised and and it influenced so many genres of popular music so since brown does have the blues right now take me to would you like to hear muddy waters or bb king
1: B.B. King
0: That was a quick answer And I know that's how you uh, you run your business We are with <laughs> the CEO of UPS David Abney You are in a Mississippi Minute Play some B.B. I gave you a brand new Ford But you said I want to capitalize I bought you a $10 dinner And you said thanks for the snack I let you live in my kid's house you said we're well, just a shack yeah. I gave you seven children and now you want to give
1: them back cuz I'm fed up with the day we yeah. met
0: Hey folks If you're tired of being tired because your pillow isn't doing its job at night, give my buddy Chad and his team at OmniPillow a go. OmniPillow has a 100-day return policy and listen to this. They will donate a pillow to someone in need every time you purchase one. Their goal is to give away one million pillows. It also comes with a stress cube that sells for 10 bucks. You'll thank me, I promise. Give yourself a much-deserved life's rest. Go to Omnipillow.com, enter promo code Steve Azar. That's Omnipillow.com, promo code Steve Azar, and you'll receive 20% off with free shipping. If you ask me, there's no better pillow on the planet. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Oh yeah. We're with David Abney, CEO of UPS, a Mississippi Delta product. Um, wonderful, wonderful man. Wonderful family. Uh, I've been blessed to get to know his kids, his grandkids uh, from afar, just from mom- momentarily. And uh, and I love watching them light up when they look in their granddad's eyes. Uh, David, uh, the, I love that you have certain passions for certain things. And this one excites me. Uh, I was talking to Norbert Putnam. He was on my show when he when he put his book out. Uh, and uh, you have a lot to do with the nar- the, the narrative. And, and I'm going to get this wrong, but it, it takes place at Mississippi State. I think y'all had your first annual this year, and I really wanted to be there, but I was on the road. Uh, can you tell me uh, about that and 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 why you love it so much?
1: I sure can, and uh, uh, I. I thought it was a great uh, program that Mississippi State started, and uh, it's called the New Narrative uh, Festival, and it really just celebrates all the artists that have come from this uh, great state of ours. It came to my attention through some present and former UPSers that are involved uh, with Mississippi State. Then I started talking to the to the leaders and. Uh, and I was glad to be a part of this, this first event. You know, what, It really made me think about, and you'll remember this a few years ago, the Mississippi Believe It campaign, where it said, yes, we can read, a few of us can even write, and talked <laughs> about all the incredible writers and artists that, uh, that we have in this state. And this really was just to celebrate that but also to encourage future generations of Mississippians that if these others can do it, so can you. And uh, I thought it was a big, big success for the first year, and I'm sure it will get even bigger as time goes on.
0: You know, it's amazing to me, like you're saying. I mean, you think of the writers, the William Alexander Percy's, the William Faulkners, the John Grishams. I mean, as you you say, these generations and how it keeps growing. And then you you, you look at uh, the – you just look at – uh, Jim Henson and the Muppets, that sort of defines it all to me. When when somebody goes, you know, what's in the water down there? I'm going like, how the heck does the guy that created Ernie and Burt, and I've said this on other shows, so I know my listeners are just going to get sick of it, but as I've traveled the world, if I mention Elvis Presley or B.B. King or Conway Twitty or Jimmy Buffett or everybody knows, but man, everybody really, really, really knows the Muppets, Ernie and Burt, you know? <laughs> so I just think that there's no... Dis- there's no way of figuring where all this talent is and i guess that guess they say sometimes from areas that are uh you know in a tough spot from that pain comes comes great art and i just think that it's amazing i'm glad y'all i'm really happy y'all are supporting and hopefully next year i can be there uh because because i'd really i really had it on my calendar to be there and i talked to sally and peggy at ups who were helping me uh Get ready for you, and uh, and they were telling me all about it. How they were excited about it. So I'll make that effort next year. Okay, so let's talk about um, the Delta Soul real quick. I don't I don't want to spend a lot of time. Uh, I just want to say this one thing because this was the best part. That this this defines you and defines Sherry. You were becoming the CEO the night, and I said, "Where's David?" And we were heading to does for the first night, and she's on the bus, and I'm sitting behind her, and she goes he's becoming the CEO of UPS right now. And I said, why aren't you with him? And and so she goes, and he'll be here tomorrow. So I just thought that defined you guys, uh, your character. Uh, I'm going to tell you, anybody else would would have skipped what we do down here and you guys you made such an effort to get here we won't talk about how hard it was for you to make it just for 20 maybe 15 20 hours but you did make it and i just that was another level of appreciation for you guys so i want to thank you and uh, on behalf of gwen and i for that continued support it means the world and and it's really making a difference in the arts down here so uh that's a thank you and then i want to talk about diversity
1: I certainly will, Steve. But first, I want to go back to the Delta Soul because uh, I think you undersold it a little bit. And uh, what you and Gwen have done here, it's just been incredible. That's the reason why Sherry and I are so much uh, involved and we come every year. is because of the difference you are making to kids, many of them disadvantaged, in the Mississippi Delta and giving them opportunities that they would, uh, they just would not get without the St. Cecilia Foundation, without what the two of you are doing. Oh, thank you. And I want to tell you, I see how drained the two of you are at the <laughs> end of it. You give this every ounce of your energy, and so does Gwen and all those volunteers. So that we didn't even think twice, and it is kind of funny that it was the Thursday night. That uh, that it was announced that I was going to become the CEO the the officially the next morning, and uh, Sherry wasn't supposed to tell anybody, but she obviously whispered (laughs) it to you. I
0: didn't say a (laughs) word. It was it's called bus talk. She whispered.
1: uh, (laughs) That same night, I just to tie into to uh, Jim Henson and what you were talking about with the Muppets. I called my daughter and told her the next day I was going to be on TV and it was going to be announced. She asked her oldest son if he wanted to watch Papa on TV the next morning, and he goes, no. I watch Big Bird. <laughs>
0: it puts it in perspective.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, it keeps me humble, you know, yeah. that I'm second fiddle to Big Bird. But, uh, Th- that's the
0: trick then. Now I know why you're so humble. It just continues uh, into the next generation. <laughs>
1: that's right. But getting back to diversity and okay. uh you know, it is a core value of UPS, and I really like to tell people that I got my uh, bachelor's degree from Delta State, but I really feel like I, I got my honorary master's in uh, diversity and inclusion from UPS back in uh, when I was growing up. and uh, It may have been a little bit uh, when you were following me a few years later, but it was still a lot of separate but equal discussion in Mississippi at the time, and uh, and societies were certainly separate. I didn't find out till later. They weren't really equal, but they were, were separate. Mm-hmm. But at UPS, I really learned the value of when there's when you're working side-by-side side with others, and you have packages coming towards you, and you have to put those packages away, it just didn't matter what gender, what race, what religion, or anything else. It was people working together for the benefit of our customers, mm-hmm. and and that's where I really learned that uh, that we're all a whole lot more the same than we are different, and that is just something that uh, that we continue to 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 live at UPS is that we want everybody's involvement. And we want all different people with all different backgrounds to be involved. So that's why it's such a core value for us.
0: Well, they got the right man running the helm because you you those core values started down in Greenwood, Mississippi. We're talking to David Abney, CEO of UPS. I have so much fun interviewing my friends and getting to know them better, and and actually getting to spend this is more time than we ever spend together at the in the seven years at the Delta Soul. Like you said, we're being pulled left and right, and I feel Gwen and I feel so bad at the end of the thing right did we talk to anybody (laughs) so i can't thank you enough for that okay so i've been reading a lot and we all have so let's talk about global trade especially with what's in the news all these trade wars that are starting that it feels like is happening all over the place um and and it's a very important uh value to you guys and something that y'all y'all keep your eye on the ball so with what's going on more than ever today as it ever changes, uh, how do you deal
1: with that? Yeah, it's a very uh, dynamic topic right now. And uh, uh, we are, and I have been pretty vocal about the benefits of global trade. And I know that not everybody agrees with me, but uh, you have to remember that 95% of the world's consumers live outside the U.S. What I'm afraid in this tariffs and trade wars and everything else, that we can be closing our uh, businesses. Uh, and I'm not talking about the UPSs or the other big companies. They know how to trade across borders. It's all these small and mid-sized businesses in the U.S. Right. And... Uh, so we understand that everyone should follow the rules. We believe trade should be fair and balanced, and we understand what's going on with other countries. We just don't think the answer is to to shut our markets or put additional restrictions. But we do believe that uh, and encourage the U.S. government working with other uh, key governments around the world to make sure that we find that fair and balanced uh, trade rules mm-hmm. that will allow all these small businesses, all they really want is a level playing field. And if we give that to them, then I'm absolutely convinced they'll compete in the rest of the world.
0: That's absolutely amazing. The CEO of UPS, David Abney, you are in a Mississippi Minute. Stand by. Let me roll. Girl, stop with the hey folks, in the market for new pillows, I'd like to tell you about who I believe strongly is the best pillow manufacturer made right here in the USA, my friends at Beds by Design and their amazing OmniPillow. The OmniPillow is made with a copper-infused fabric, and they use high-quality fabric. The OmniFlow is the foam in the inside. Designed by their veteran team, the OmniFlow is a one-of-a-kind product that is unlike any other material. It is a patent material that adjusts as the weight is applied. They combine that with responsive temperature control that regulates your body temperature as you sleep. They'll donate a pillow to someone in need every time you purchase one. Their goal? To give away one million pillows. Go to omnipillow.com. That's omnipillow.com. Enter promo code Steve Azar and receive 20% off with free shipping. You won't regret it. Thanks, guys. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Hello world, here I am standing over this little old town called America. I'm Steve Azar, you are in a Mississippi Minute. We are with Mississippi native, Delta native, dear friend of mine, CEO of UPS, David Abney. David, uh, Alternative Fuels.
1: It is... Uh it is so important to us because we do have, uh, you know, around six hundred planes, and we have a uh, uh, hundred thousand trucks throughout the world. So we do generate uh, our share of carbon, and uh, and so we're focused on how we can reduce that. And uh, we have a rolling laboratory, is what we call it, but we have. Uh, compressed natural gas liquefied natural gas electric electric hybrids hydraulic hybrids just about all the technologies that uh, that are available there today to find ways to continue to reduce our carbon footprint in fact we've uh, got a 2025 goal that we're going to reduce greenhouse gases by uh, emissions by 12%. Wow. It's one of the reasons that we have the largest pre-order at Tesla for their fully electric uh, semi-tractors. We have 125 ordered through them and working with other companies too. We do believe that someday that, uh, that all of our vehicles will be operated on alternative fuels. We just have to continue to, to focus in that direction.
0: I, I just I just love that. I mean, there's so much that you do. So take me to through today, like you've got your agenda, you got your team around you, and are you even are you are you back on your home base of Atlanta right now? Or are you are you in uh, Singapore? Where are you?
1: <laughs> Fortunately, I just got back from uh, Beijing, so <laughs> it's a little easier for me to communicate in Atlanta than in uh, than in China, but. Uh, but, you know, when you're running a, a, a company that's located throughout the world, it's part of the job that uh, that I go to various places throughout. But uh, for the next few days, I actually get to be at home with my lovely wife, Sherry. So I love I'm it. I'm excited about that.
0: The grandkids coming to visit anytime soon?
1: that's right Uh, we've got uh, half of them the ones that live close are going to be with us this week and in two weeks all of them are going to be together in our house it will be Mm -hmm. the happiest and at times the most dramatic moment (laughs) that house will ever see but uh, but it will be good
0: I love it I love it so (laughs) it reminds me of uh, so my grandfather uh, my mom grew up in a grocery store on Highway 61 and so my uh, in, in Clarksdale and so uh as they became successful you know they ended up moving to i call it the big house and all that but 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 when we would go to the stores every 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 weekend we'd show up and i'd see my grandfather and i never knew what that look meant until i got older and had kids but but it was so funny because we would terrorize the racks you know go straight to the candy go straight you know so it was dramatic for him as well and it's so funny as you start rearview mirroring your life and just looking back in it and and the people that mattered and and how you drove them crazy but how they loved you so much no matter what. We're talking to David Abney, CEO of UPS. Uh David, so what, what's your plans today? Just take me through the day of the CEO of UPS and uh and then I'm gonna let you go get back to it because you got big business to run.
1: All right. Well thank you, Steve. I have enjoyed the the time to, to spend with you. It's not often I get to do interviews with uh with a close buddy, someone <laughs> that I really care a lot about, so oh, this has it. been good. But oh. uh You know, my typical day is is we focus on on our strategy. We focus on what do we need to do, not only in the next year, but in the next uh, three to five years. And uh, and really, once we determine the strategy, then my job is to communicate, communicate, communicate. And uh, whether it be to our employees, to our customers, in this day and time, as you can imagine, I spend a lot of time in... uh, in capitals of different governments, uh, talking about uh, the issues that we think are important for global trade. And uh, so that would be my typical day. And uh, the great thing about my job is that I have such strong leaders throughout the business that people ask me, How in the world do you run this huge company? And my answer is, I really don't have to, that our people around the world run the business. We just have to agree on what the strategy is and on how we're gonna implement that strategy. So I feel like that I've had this dream opportunity of spending my entire working career with this wonderful company. And my responsibility is to make sure that i help do my part to make this company even stronger in the future.
0: Well, David, coming from my perspective, it's good to know uh you know as as a guy uh that uh looks look you know as a guy that had his record label presidents, some of them that i you know that i had to deal with that just weren't great people and some were you know but to know that you're running the helm of one of the biggest companies in the world and you can be the kind of guy the wonderful guy that you are wonderful family man care about your employees all how many how many employees do you have
1: yeah, we, it changes constantly, but we're about 450,000 employees right now.
0: That's a big family to, to to care about, and I know you care about each and every one of them, and that's what I love about you, and I'm blessed to have you as a friend, and we are blessed to have you as the CEO of the largest, most powerful shipping company, company in the entire world. I love it. I love that you were born and raised from the soils of the Mississippi Delta. And you never forget it. So thank you so much for your time. Uh, hugs to Sherry. And uh, and uh, I'm going to go ship something from UPS right now. Buy UPS right now.
1: All right. Thank you, Steve. I enjoyed it.
0: Okay, See buddy. It. Thank you. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time.